Hello and welcome to Media MD, a podcast where each week we take a look at a different piece of media that we have somehow missed. I'm Ruben Morehouse. And I'm Elliot Diebold. I mixed it up there, I did week instead, since we moved to a weekly schedule. Um, this week, God, it feels weird not saying Fortnite. This week I'm bringing you, Elliot, a movie, a movie called Okja. Okja, okay. Yeah, so I knew you would have issues with this. So our audience can see the title of the episode so they know how it's spelled. But I'm just going to put it out there so you know how it's spelled. Okay. It's O-K-J-A. Oh, I've seen this. Netflix has been advertising this at me very aggressively the last few weeks. Yeah, so I I think this is probably one of the most... that One of the one of Netflix's original films that has like a, the most legitimacy behind it. So they're probably pushing it pretty hard. Um and the reason I feel like it has that legitimacy behind it is because of the director and writer, actually, um, a guy called Bong Joon-ho, who is a Korean director who has directed a bunch of quite well-known movies. Um, obviously, he, he started doing Korean movies, um, but he's also done, ever since, uh, I think, two or three years ago, he did a movie called Snowpiercer, which you might have heard of. Yeah, I've had that, I've had that recommended to me. I haven't seen it. But it's, yeah, people told me to watch it. Maybe you can watch it as well. Um, he does, look, it's weird, because if you had watched Snowpiercer and his other films, you would expect definitely a certain kind of film uh, from Okja, uh, because he does make these um, kind of political thrillers, uh, often involving, like, murder of one or multiple characters. In the case of Snowpiercer, an entire train full of characters get murdered. Um but that's not really what Okja is. It's a bit of a weird film in comparison to his others because it's more of a... I describe it as kind of like a live-action Studio Ghibli movie. It kind of has that atmosphere to it, I would say. Well, I mean, all I really know about it is that the images Netflix have been showing me have some sort of hippo-looking creature. <laughs> yeah, so that's called a super pig. Um, and it's kind of modelled but as a cross between like a hippo and a pig and a... Manatee. Apparently, they did a lot of modeling of a manatee for this giant CGI creature. Okay. Um, so, let me give you a little bit of uh, backstory to the plot, as we tend to do. So, basically, the plot of this movie is this big uh, food corporation called Mirando Corp has genetically modified this new breed of animal, the super pig. They made 21 of them, and they've sent them off to the best farmers around the world to raise these super pigs to be the parents of a new generation of food animal right of, of livestock uh, okay yep and they are doing a contest with these first 21 pigs they send them off to famous farmers all around the world and after 10 years they check back in and whoever has the best super pig wins the best super pig contest and so that's kind of the setup for the movie and we follow 10 years later uh the girl who has been uh, who's like the granddaughter of one of these famous farmers who has been raising this super pig okja and we kind of follow her throughout this story her and Okja. Okay. Yeah, so it, it it quickly devolves into very weird things. And one of the things Bong Joon-ho is known for is having characters, very weird characters, often, in fact, played by Tilda Swinton, at least in his uh, English movies. <laughs> so <laughs> Snowpiercer has Tilda Swinton as this, like, uh, weird, uh, like, enforcer for the for this train i feel like we should talk about snowpiercer a bit as well actually because <laughs> i think it's interesting to kind of track bong joon ho's uh, career trajectory I- i've seen i think i've seen three of his films now um snowpiercer okja and 
a movie that he made called Mother, which is a very not weird film about a uh, a boy, a slightly a guy, a boy who's like not officially mentally disabled, but you can tell that he's got something going on, um, and he's he is suspected of killing a girl, of of murdering a girl. And it's about his mother trying to prove his innocence in a Korean town where everyone just kind of thinks that he's guilty and doesn't really give a shit. Um, and that's a fucking good movie. That's a good movie. But it's not weird like his other films are. Uh, so Snowpiercer, if you if you don't know, is about uh, a train in the future. There's been this kind of uh, environmental calamity. I, I, think it's, uh, I think it's global warming. And all of humanity now survives on a train that just goes around in a big loop, picking up snow and somehow has energy to keep going around. Okay. And it's this weird kind of... It's it's very political because it's got this very uh, environmentalist message and it's also got this classist message where the rich people live up the front of the train and the poor people live up the back of the train. And it's this journey of this one character, Chris Evans's character, just going from the back of the train where stuff is shit to the front of the train to try and figure out what the fuck is going on and like trying to basically incite a class war. Hmm. I mean, because that's a that's a fairly standard premise. Yeah, you know, Chris Evans fighting. But for I've a train. never seen it set on a train. Oh yeah, yeah. So I think that's kind of what separates uh, Bong Joon Ho movies from traditional thrillers or science fiction thrillers. At least his most recent ones are. He he definitely has a message. He he definitely has. You can tell that even though his movies can be a bit of a mixed bag at times. Um, Okja is definitely not a perfect movie, neither is Snowpiercer, but he has a vision and a message that he's trying to get across. And I think that's really what makes his movies good. He's, he's, he's one of those directors who, even though he's making a thriller that is kind of like, if Michael Bay had made it, it would be a Transformers movie. Because he made it, it is a good, valid movie and enjoyable, you know? Okay. So... We'll we'll go back to Okja for a bit because I think <laughs> we've been talking about his other films for a while. Um, yeah, Okja, like I said, is not a thriller like a lot of his other movies. Uh, it it has kind of moments where he slips back into these dark, grim thriller moments, but mo- for most of it, it's about a girl basically trying to reunite herself with her super pig. So she's she kind of uh, and it's it's weird because it, it starts out as this very just a slice of life, a girl and her super pig living, you know, on a farm. And that's like the first half an hour or something ridiculous. And then it kind of morphs into this very weird thing where it's kind of a a mix of a number of different genres, like a a crime movie and a kind of this fairy tale kind of movie that I've been talking about, um, part coming of age movie. It's strange. It, 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 It has this kind of mash that I feel like if it didn't have a central core that was pulling it together, it would be a bit of a mess. And it is a bit of a mess of a movie, but it still kind of pulls through it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, um, so there's a lot of stuff that I want to talk about the movie that we should probably only talk about <laughs> after, because this movie is kind of, it's got a good plot uh, that's not super unexpected, doesn't have a lot of twists or anything, but it pulls you along. And so I don't want to spoil it too much for you, and I want to spoil how it resolves um because it resolves i think in an interesting way um but i do want to talk about the super pig uh because that's one of the things i was researching a lot before doing this episode was um you've probably seen that they have this giant super pig thing right well yeah 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 i thought it was like a hippo or something yeah but i mean my real question in this situation is this company that sort of 
hybridized all these animals yeah. and created this super pig. Yeah. Couldn't also invest like five thousand dollars in a marketing department that could come up with a better name than Super, <laughs> super Pig. pig. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a good point. But I mean, okay, well, all right, Elliot, let's let's <laughs> put you to the test for a second. Yeah. If you had come up with a new factory farmed animal, what would you yeah. call it? Well, I'd call it a hipposaurus. Oh, but you really think people would want to eat part of a dinosaur? Yes. I'd pay top dollar for dinosaur meat. What for are you dino talking meat, about? Yeah. All right. Okay. Maybe that's fair. Yeah. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like Jurassic Park, they, they went with the least profitable option. Like opening a dinosaur theme park is like such a crazy move where they could basically just sell factory farmed dinosaurs. And that would be pretty fucking rad. I guess it depends. I mean, because we don't... Well, we've gone off on a tangent here, but um, people don't normally eat, like, reptile meat if if the dinosaurs are fairly reptilian. Maybe, maybe it's just not very good, like... Maybe the meat just isn't very good. Yeah. Maybe they tried it, and they were like, fuck, all right, let's just do the fucking theme park idea. Because <laughs> people eat crocodile, <laughs> but um, not That's true. often. So, I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like humans kind of have this innate desire to eat... To conquer the animal <laughs> by, by eating it. By know? eating it, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and actually that, that kind of ties in pretty well to Okja because that is one of the core themes of this movie is um, animal rights. And yeah, like I'm, I'm assuming one of the things is going to be that like the main character forms an attachment to Okja. Well, yes. And doesn't want it, doesn't want it killed or anything for meat or to have, to have it be forced to make babies that are factory farmed or whatever. Yeah. It, it, look, I don't want to get too much into it because I don't want to ruin this movie for you, but it gets pretty, it's weird how dark the end of the movie gets. Um, mm -hmm. and maybe that's a spoiler, but I don't think it's a spoiler. It just is. I don't know. Anyway. And I'm not just talking about from like a fucking animal ethics perspective. It just, the movie takes a weird turn about like three quarters of the way through where it gets really violent. Like, it actually, it doesn't even last that long. There's just, like, three scenes of, like, very, very brutal violence all in a row. And then it just kind of puts that away. And that's not... That hasn't really happened at the start. At the start, it's kind of, like, mystical and, like I was saying, a fairy tale. And then it just gets brutally violent for a bit. It's weird. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, we kind of got off on a weird dinosaur meat tangent. But <laughs> I wanted to talk about the, the visual effects for the, for the Super Pig. Yeah. Because this is a movie where... I don't know if, if, if our listeners or I don't know if you have Elliot, if you see the trailer, there's scenes where like the pig is like running through like a crowded shopping mall or whatever. Um, and it like crashes into things and it, it it's, it's a giant thing. And so it's playing with effects around that. It, it obviously was a bit of a challenge to like have this giant physical thing that would be able to interact with the object in, with, with the real world in a realistic way, but they did it quite well. I was actually, I, I I don't know if this is a compliment or not, but I feel like it is. I feel like the 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 job of good uh, computer generated effects is to make you forget that you're looking at a computer generated effect. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, that's what I felt about Okja. Okja, the the character, I, is that I didn't really look at it and think, oh, that's just a fucking computer effect, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's like it's an animal that is clearly designed to show emotion. Um, and so I was reading interviews, and they were kind of like. I don't know if you feel the same way about this, but if you look into like a cow's eyes, you can kind of just see an emotion in there. Maybe that's just a bit of human projecting, but um, I feel like they, they tried to do the same thing with Okja, and I think they succeeded. 
Actually, the visual effects supervisor on it was a guy called, I'm checking my notes here, Eric Jean de Boer. Um, and he won an Oscar for the uh, visual effects in Life of Pi, which I don't know if you've seen. Oh, okay. Um, no, I have seen that. And yeah, that was that was fairly well put together. Like there were, there were, you know, there were plenty of times, yeah, like you said, where I was sort of forgetting that I was looking at a CGI mm. animal. Yeah, I, I think the the biggest kind of testament to that is that movie features an animal, a tiger that is CGI. Yeah, and it feels pretty real for that guy in that boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and I think Ocha kind of hits the same hits the same kind of goals there. It, it has this animal that is able to emote and able to interact with its environment realistically, and able to interact with the main character, who's this like twelve year old Korean girl, um, in a very authentic way. And I, I think that's a good little segue onto the acting in this movie, which I feel like is pretty good. Um, look, it's weird because there's a Tilda Swinton's in here playing a very weird character, and Jake Gyllenhaal's in here playing a, like a fucking Steve Irwin, but mixed with like Willy Wonka. I don't know. It's a weird character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so he's like this. He's like this uh, TV, you know, uh, zoologist. Um, like a Steve Irwin character, but he's yeah. very wacky. He's very wacky, and uh, <laughs> like I, I, I'm half expecting you to hate this character so much just because he's this very fucking obviously obnoxious character. And to an extent, you're like, okay, he's meant to be obnoxious, but to another extent, you're just <laughs> he's just so obnoxious. <laughs> Intentionally obnoxious is still obnoxious, yeah. But no, I, I liked it. I, I liked all the weird characters and all the weird shit in this movie um it's got a uh, uh glenn from the walking dead in it it's got paul dano in it it's got a bunch of cool people in it and the main character that is an okja is uh like a very young uh korean girl who i'm not sure if she's been in anything before but she fucking sells it in this movie that's for sure i mean good child actors are having a pretty good year like stranger things did mm. quite well recently yeah but uh, <laughs> there's probably no shortage of bad child actors, so really. Yeah, that's like if true. If you check out most movies with child actors, they probably don't do well. But they do in here, so that's cool. Um, yeah, so what else do I want to talk about? It. Uh, I mean, like, as a movie, it has its problems. Like, it, it definitely has flaws. It, I'm not saying this movie is, like, a, a paragon, but it, it's a good movie. I feel like it's a good movie. And as a vegetarian, I feel like it's a, <laughs> it speaks to me <laughs> as a vegetarian. So, no, yeah, I think it's good. I mean, my family just got just got rid of our our packers that we um, have had for years. So, by got rid of, do you mean ate? No, um, like we 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 sold them. But I'm but I don't know. Maybe that'll be enough that that I'll you know this will be a good time. I'll connect emotionally on that level. Thinking, thinking about the old alpacas. This is probably if you have if you're a vegetarian and you're like you want to get your friends into being a vegetarian. This is I reckon this is the right movie to show them. Okay, because this is a movie that it starts out just like all friendly and you're like it, it's like those movies where you fucking like um oh, what's that movie called where you fucking they you meet the dog and you fall in love with this dog and the dog fucking dies at the end. Oh, I am Legend was was the worst for that. Sure, yeah, that's not the one I was thinking of, but that's another example. It feels a lot like that. Although, <laughs> I'm not saying Okja dies at the end. That's not a spoiler. You'll just have to <laughs> wait and see. But <laughs> Okay. Good good save. <laughs> no, no, it's not a spoiler. Because the, the movie resolves itself in a more interesting way than that. Okay. 
It, 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 like you feel, yeah. I'm not going to say any more about that. It resolves itself more interestingly. Um, and you'll just have to wait two weeks to find out how, audience, yeah. unless you watch it. Uh, and I guess we can use that as our point to segue into uh, <laughs> how you should be watching this. Um, so yeah, it's on Netflix, which I'm sure is available in like fucking 99% of countries at the moment. So get on there. Um, and if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already have a Netflix subscription because we talk about TV shows and movies a lot. Yeah, and so if you uh, want to watch Okja along with us, um, you can watch it on Netflix and head to our subreddit, uh, Media MD Podcast, and there's a discussion thread up there for it. Um, I'll actually be watching a couple of other Bong Joon-ho movies. I might be watching Snowpiercer again, and there's one called Memories of Murder, which I think is meant to be pretty good, so I'm going to check that one out. Elliot, we'll see what you get through. You'll probably finish Okja, and maybe you want to watch Snowpiercer or something as well. Yeah, I think at this point I'll try and aim for Snowpiercer and Okja. Mm. All right, cool. Well, uh, yeah. We'll uh, see you guys in two weeks to uh, hear about it. Actually, before we head out, should we give them a little teaser of what's going to be happening next week, Elliot? Yeah. Well, so next week we're going to be trying out another one of our off-week formulas that we're sort of experimenting with right now. Mm-hmm. Um, have we picked a name yet for this? Or Look, we did, but it sounds a bit too much like masturbate. So <laughs> <laughs> um, But stay tuned for the, that. We'll see what that ends up being called. <laughs> um, yeah, but what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing a little bit of a debate. So we now nah, let's leave the topic a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is topical. We'll each be pitching similar uh, media that we disagree on which is better. Yeah, and we'll be talking about it, um, and we'll be putting to rest once and for all which is better. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Officially, we're the official source. Um, yeah, so check out the subreddit if you want to watch Okja or Snowpiercer or other Bong Joon-ho movies along with us, uh, or tune in next week when you find out which is better of the two things that we haven't named yet. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you in a week.